Welcome to No Time Like Now, where an aspiring artist and our aspiring filmmaker try to explain current events to you. I'm the aspiring filmmaker, Sumana. And I'm the artist, Yasmin. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about three sort of different effects of coronavirus that maybe aren't being like covered full time uh, or just things we found interesting. Um, so, yeah. Um, I know that coronavirus is probably all that is being received in the news today. Um, so I guess we're just going to like tag along with that because it, we like it riding seems pretty the relevant. <laughs> we like riding the bandwagon. We like to talk about um, what everyone was talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, we tried to keep it pretty like not unique, but like try to cover things that, like I said, aren't all like constantly being covered. Mm-hmm. Um just because I think, like, there's so many effects to this quarantine and, like, virus um, phenomenon going on. Um, so it's going to be interesting to explore those other effects. So, yeah. How is your quarantine, Sumana? It's been going okay. Um, personally, there's not a lot, a lot going on for me besides school. I mean, with school, I only have my AP test to worry about, and I'm not, honestly not super worried about it. Um but other than that, like, I don't really have much else going on for me at home. So I'm, like, kind of sleeping the day away. And then, I mean, or it is Ramadan. So, like, I'm sleeping the day away. And then I wake up for iftar and the cycle repeats itself. So there's that. <laughs> so you've become nocturnal? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've been That's staying. Crazy. Yeah, I've been staying up till till I have to eat in the morning before I fast and then I go to sleep at around 5 or 6 a.m. and then I wake up at around 2 or 3 p.m. to uh on a good day probably 12 p.m. but you know we're we're getting through it no I I go to sleep around like one or two if I'm pushing it and then I'll wake up again at like 4 30 and then go back to sleep at like 5 30 and then I'll try to wake up at like 11 or 12 so yeah i guess i'm not much better <laughs> we're both kind of struggling yeah no. ramadan be like that yeah well, well more so much more like yes means kind of struggling i am really struggling <laughs> no no bro you're just living like like you're living I'm living my best life Bruh. right now doing nothing and just sleeping yes you know what sometimes that's what we need uh read my column about overwork <laughs> or or um, listen to our right. last episode oh yeah i kind of forgot that we did an episode about karoshi that um, we literally made that last month how did you forget about it already i don't know bro uh there's been a lot going on on my end so a lot of editing and a lot of other stuff happening too yeah i'm trying to start a youtube channel so we'll see how that goes if you like if you guys like um, art you guys should look forward <laughs> to that. You guys like art. Here's my plug. All right. Shall we cue the music? Before I start the first segment, 
Well, I've written down this thing called like to put it in perspective or whatever. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna start with that, and then we can lead into segment one. All right, take it away. To put it in perspective, on January seventh, Chinese authorities identified a new virus as COVID nineteen after a after a couple people began exhibiting uh, symptoms of, I believe, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Since then, there have been over 3 million cases worldwide as oh of God. now, and countries such as Italy and the United States have gone into a shelter-in-place lockdown in an attempt to stop the virus. Uh, the economy has, the economy has like, seriously dipped, and uh, social interaction is at a minimum. Uh, this kind of leads me to... Our first segment, which is going to be me talking about air pollution. Yes. So, as a result of you know a minim- like a social distancing and minimal contact, travel has halted, and less people are out using vehicles. Skies have cleared up because of you know the lack of uh, air pollution, um, and like in India and China, like uh, I saw these really cool pictures where it's like from one year ago oh, or like six months ago. And it's, like, it's gray and, like, it looks awful. And, like, now, like, the sky is blue and it's so pretty. Um, and, like, same for, I saw a picture of L.A. Like, it's just, you don't even notice, like, how bad the smog is until you seek those comparison pictures. And, it, honestly, it's kind of insane. By the time this episode comes out, I'm sure things will have gone back to normal, at least for China. And I'm sure they're going to continue to get back to their, like, smoggy skies and stuff because production will probably be at a normal pace. Okay, let's go back to that. We're going to come back to that in a second. Here's an example of like the effects of coronavirus on air pollution. Apparently, Los Angeles is seeing some of the best air quality there has been as opposed to last year being ranked among like the worst air quality. Um, And here's a little aside. Uh, Los Angeles is a prime example of photochemical smog. And photochemical smog is when basically nitrogen dioxide is released through vehicle emissions. Um, And just to let you guys know, uh, nitrogen dioxide is kind of one of the main uh, pollutants that are harmful to health and like kind of cause acid rain and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. The other one I believe is sulfur dioxide. I could be wrong though. Um, And a lot of people, they talk about carbon dioxide because carbon dioxide leads to like climate change and global warming, but carbon dioxide itself isn't actually uh, harmful to human health. So that's uh, interesting to know, I guess. Um, Carbon monoxide Mm -hmm. is the thing that actually is pretty detrimental to human health. Uh, That's the thing that people always talk about when referring to cars. Um, Like, don't leave your car in the garage with the... Or don't sleep in the car with the windows open in the garage while it's running. That's that's what people are, like, super afraid about with carbon monoxide. Okay, I digress. I can't talk today. Okay, so I digress a lot. Uh, Okay, going back to nitrogen dioxide, uh, so that's released through vehicle emissions, and uh, it goes into the air, and then since Los Angeles is, like, super sunny and, uh, you know, bright... (laughs) We're not science uh, experts. The abundance of UV light from the sun kind of causes some some of the oxygen atoms on nitrogen dioxide Mm -hmm. to split off. So nitrogen dioxide yeah. then turns into, I guess, nitrogen mon- monoxide? I don't know. I ain't a scientist. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so that oxygen the then combines layer. with uh, the oxygen the... in the air, and it creates O3, known as ozone. Because oxygen itself naturally occurs as O2, 
just some fun facts with Yasmin. Uh, okay, anyway, so it creates this thing called ozone, and ozone is also known as photochemical smog. Um, okay, so because of the lack of emissions with cars and transportation, this also means a lack of smog. And also photochemical smog, just fun fact, it actually wow, uh, comes off as like a reddish, like rusty looking color, um, as opposed to just like a disgusting, like brown Hi, gray. yes that, like, industrial smog might have. Hello? Yes? Also, the only Hello? reason I know all of Hello? this is because, like, we just, Hello? like, our last unit Hello? in uh, environmental science was about pollution. Hello? So What is happening? This actually oh. helped a lot. What's happening? <laughs> anyway. Um, Hello? Sumana? Bruh. Bruh, 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 bruh. Okay, hi. Hello? Hi. Hi, sorry. I don't know what happened there. Wait, what, at what point did you not hear me? No, like, I could hear you, but I guess you couldn't hear me. Can you hear... Or, Okay, I think we're good now. Yeah, I was making comments, and I was like, why isn't she, like, hearing my comments? And then I realized you oh. couldn't hear what I was saying. Oh, should we restart then? <laughs> no, it's fine. I think it's kind of funny, actually. Oh, like, I'm just, so like, bad. talking, and you're just, like, going through, like, reading your whole thing. And I'm, I'm just, just like, like, blasting through everything, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that, blah, 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 Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> nice, and I'm just, like, cutting you off. You're just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> This is awful. I hate coronavirus. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. Okay, anyway. So what I was saying was that I learned all of this environmental science, which is the only reason why I know any of this. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's very fitting. Uh, yes. So I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. Um, okay, so moving on to my next point. Air pollution also has been linked to uh, severe cases of respiratory illness. So basically, long-term exposure to pollutants is kind of linked to higher death rates uh, regarding the coronavirus, and breathing in particulate matter from combustion or smoke leads to inflammation uh, and damage to the lungs, which weaken the lungs so that when you get a virus that uh, affects the lungs, it's so much harder to fight it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't smoke, kids. Um, yes, don't also, smoke to save the environment and to save your lungs as well. Yeah, and clean the air. Um, okay, anyway... Uh, so people have been uh, creating these models that predict deaths, honestly, based on air pollution, which is, like, so sad because it's, like, it's, like, if you live in a certain area with high air pollution, it's, like, well, this many more people are going to die uh, or, like, that's what's predicted. And honestly, I'm willing to bet that's those models are, you know, accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so sad. Also, it's been suggested that the coronavirus may be able to travel farther on air pollution particle matter. Um, mm. So, like, this... Yeah, so, you know... I, <laughs> when, I was, when I, like, found that out, I kind of started laughing. Because, like, um, that sounds so bad. But I was just thinking <laughs> about, like, particles in the air and, like, like the coronavirus just, like, riding them or something. I don't know. Like some parasitic relationship or something? No, I was thinking about, like, cowboys. I was like, yeehaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's me, the coronavirus. Wait, can you, like, Photoshop okay. a cowboy hat on a corona cell? Oh, my gosh. Bro. <laughs> we should, like, include that in our post. Yes. So we need to... And we also need to put that on a shirt. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Just, like, That's people, so funny. people wear your masks if you don't want the corona cowboy to get you... <laughs> 
<laughs> the Corona boy. I uh, know. No. Didn't work. Um, okay, anyway. Um, so people aren't sure whether these tiny airborne droplets can actually cause coronavirus infections, but they did know that the 2003 SARS coronavirus was spread in the air. Um, and that, and they also know that the nuke virus can remain in the atmosphere for hours as tiny droplets. So basically, it's possible that the virus could be airborne, but there's no like hard set information. But people, you know, based on past experience and then also based on what the coronavirus can do, people are kind of making that assumption. At least that's my current understanding of it. Um, yeah, but you don't want to be like you know totally mask free or totally protection free you want to take every possible caution that you can yeah just because like the information isn't 100 percent uh verified doesn't mean it's not actually happening and doesn't mean you shouldn't be careful Um, exactly also so basically like that's what also where this whole like six feet apart thing comes from where it's like you know if you sneeze or something you're airdrop or like your uh droplets uh of like just like your particles i guess your germs um, so most of them yes your germies your germies they most of them they fall to the floor and uh they're just there for a bit and then they die off but the ones that stay in the air can travel pretty far um so yeah air pollution can also be detrimental in that way wow um, that's that's kind of metal actually <laughs> what do you mean? Like how? Well, you said like if they're dead and they can still travel through the air. Wait, what's dead? No, the- no, no. The ones on the floor die off. Oh, I thought you said like when they get into the air and then like they just travel through the air and then people can get it. No, but they do travel through the air. Like it's crazy, dude. Like the amount yeah. of like research that's being done on the coronavirus, or just like the amount of breakthrough there is. Uh medically um has been astounding like in general kind of scary because yeah because like i think through like using coronavirus as like um the example people are finding out so much more about i think just like how human interaction works and like how diseases spread in general um Mm -hmm. and also i don't know i can't verify this but i've heard that like because of like the intensity of coronavirus uh you know usually uh, experiments and labs and like reports they take forever to get done and like there's so much in the process uh there's so much delay in the process but because of the urgency of this issue mm-hmm. like people are able to like ramp up their experiments and like ramp up uh the pace at which they're like uh doing science so that's science. really cool science okay um so my next point brings me to indoor air pollution so one thing i also found out in environmental science is this thing called sick building syndrome Mm -hmm. Uh, basically it's where people suffer illness or symptoms caused by pollutants inside buildings so um i learned in uh, environmental science that developed countries actually have like some places can actually have higher air pollution in homes than in outside um i think that's like kind of yeah it's like scary um and i found this statistic where people apparently spend around 90 percent of their lives indoors uh in developed countries and pollutant Mm -hmm. levels can be 
as high as 100 times the levels they are uh, outside because I guess it's so concentrated in the building and then you're constantly cycling that air yeah. around. Um, and also there's just so many potential sources of air pollution in the home and that ranges from like asbestos to I think radon 222. I think oh, that's God. the one. No, not sure, but yeah. <laughs> I heard radon is dangerous, so that's yeah, no, very radon, alarming. I think radon was the thing that like killed all the radium. Wait, was it? I don't know. Let me look it up really quick. Maybe it was radium, radium that killed the radium girls. Yeah. <laughs> but I think radon does have to do with it somewhat. I'm no scientist, radium- but. Is radium an element? I'm pretty dumb. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's it its is. own element. Okay. Radon is, a, I guess, another... Okay, radon 222. What does it do? Radon 222. What does it do? It's the most stable isotope of radon. I've heard so isotope before. Isotopes are, like, different variations of the same element, or, like, they're... Oh, if that yeah. makes sense. So, so, like, it says it's the immediate decay product of radium 226, so... Does not sound great. So it's radioactive, I'm pretty sure. Um, radioactive. <laughs> radioactive. Cute. Imagine dragons. Uh, <laughs> that's a great song, though. Not going to yeah. lie. Yes. Um, all right. Yes, yeah, radioactive. Uh, very okay. dangerous. Yes, very dangerous. Radioactive. Also, indoor pollutants can impair... They can impair cognitive processes and uh, productivity and it also causes physical symptoms such as headaches uh and then also after the coronavirus this is going back to what i said earlier unfortunately when production begins again uh it's predicted that the air will be polluted with emissions once more and so all this like smog and stuff it's probably gonna return um and continue to hurt people and kill people because honestly pollution kills so many people um Mm -hmm. I read this one thing where it's like, or I I think I watched the video where it was like, um, if we continue with the levels of pollution and air pollution in China, uh, more people will die from air pollution than they will from the from how many people died from the coronavirus in China. Uh, I heard that somewhere, or like I I watched the video and like that's what they said. So that's kind of upsetting. Um, yeah, and honestly, it's predicted that production rates might even ramp up to compensate for lost time and like lost productivity and stuff like that. Yeah, because so, so many actually... people. Yeah, because so many people depend on China to make their goods and stuff. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough. Um, and then one other thing is, um, apparently, like the Trump's Trump administration. This is uh, also I digress, but. The he who should not be named administration. He <laughs> apparently, um, God, they're so stupid. Um, We've been new. I can like, I can like maybe find you know, I can maybe look on both sides for many other presidents and like uh, political figures, but oh my God, he's just one I just can't. But like, basically, they're trying to. <sighs> I just can't. They're just trying. To, I just can't. I just can't. Um, they're trying to roll back, um, like, Obama-era, like, um, air, like, like, Clean Air Act or what? Not, not Clean Air, like, um, like, 
I don't know what, I can't think of like a better word for this, but like anti-pollution laws. I know there's a better word for that. They're rolling and it back. I, yeah. Why? Um, basically, I don't know. Like they're, they're trying to like, lo- or like basically they think, okay, so basically one thing that they're trying to do, like they were trying to do like last week was like the car, like um, for cars, they're uh, trying to roll back like the strict emission, the strict emission guidelines, um, so that cars become quote unquote cheaper so that, you know, and their justification for this, hear this, their justification for this is less people will die in accidents because they're, uh, there's more incentive to buy new cars that are safer because they'll be cheaper. (sighs) What kind of logic? I mean, okay. I don't think I understand that. Basically, it's like, oh, if we make the car prices cheaper because, you know, they don't have to follow these emission guidelines, so they'll lower their prices. Because I I guess it's more expensive to have uh, emission regulations or whatever. Then their cars will become cheaper and people will be like, oh, I'm going to replace my old car with this new car because it's cheaper. Um, Oh, okay. Or like, the cars are cheaper now. And so therefore, people will be getting into less accidents. I don't understand still, but we know because that. the cars are safer or something. Um, but we already but know like, that the administration the administration is dumb. So anyway, yeah, it's it's whatever. But like, don't, what about the environment? People die from air pollution too. Like, so you're gonna pollute the environment so people can have cheaper cars? Maybe just don't speed or okay, don't drive. And, uh, don't drive. <laughs> Take public um, transportation. Uh, reduce your carbon footprint. Take a walk. Yeah. I don't know. Or just be super careful on the road. Yeah, don't and, drive like a reckless teenager, teenagers. But also, like, if you're in a place where you can't afford, like, a car, what are slightly cheaper prices going to do for you? <laughs> or, like, if you're in a place where you're not ready to buy a car... I don't know. It just, like, I just don't see how that's a proper justification for it. I feel like there's so many, like, um... Or how that's going to be for lack of, uh, For lack of a better term, there are a lot of plot holes. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> moving on. plot holes. There are a lot of plot holes in this story. Uh, it doesn't add up. <laughs> I'm like that one meme of the guy with, like, the red string and, like, the papers. I think from, like, is it from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I don't know. I don't know um, where it's from, but I know I love that meme. Okay, yes, and it's like that's me all the time. Okay, anyway, let's move on to segment two. This one's quick. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Um, okay, anyway, <laughs> just like a turtle screaming. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so, continue. segment two is higher education, and this is something that I'm gonna just be using a lot of personal experience for, just because this directly affected me. Um, and also affected you, but yeah, yeah it probably affects people. like, yeah, it probably affects most of our listeners. Um, okay, so for my high school and many other high schools across the country, uh, we moved to the pass fail system, and also everybody went online. Um, Alexa played Despacito. <laughs> How's that going okay. for you? Mm-hmm. So that just makes it very it. Apparently, it's helped a lot of people, 
because people are able to go into their own, go on their go at their own pace, and that's good for people. And I understand like how that could be helpful, but for uh, like on the on the contrary, a lot of people have just like dropped off the face of the earth, and a lot of people who are very active in the classroom have become very like despondent in and the demot- online setting and very demotivated as well. Yeah, like I will confess, I have not been doing any work um until like it's thankfully like i only have two Saturday classes night. i only have yeah. two classes and one of them is like prepare for your ap test and the other one's like do this video and that's pretty much it yeah it'd be like that dude it'd really be like that it. um but also the college board uh has probably like suffered a lot because like they had to make serious changes to the ap tests so the t- by the time this comes out, uh, you know, the AP test will have been over probably. Um, but this is coming f- from a standpoint where I haven't taken an AP test yet, and I'm about to, like, in two days. Both of us are. Oh, yeah. Um, That's going to be fun. But I'm, cu- I'm curious to see how it goes. But it's supposed to be 45 minutes and FRQ only, um, as opposed to traditionally uh, several multiple choice questions and, like, around three FRQs on average for, like, tests and stuff. Um, Also, SATs for March, May, and June have been canceled, and the April SAT was canceled. I wrote this a while ago, so I'm sure the other SAT, whatever it is, has also been canceled. But they're also looking at alternatives to do, like, school SATs or something like that, because, you know, for juniors, uh, and I know this for our school uh, in particular, uh, for juniors, the most utilized test date is uh, the May test date for the SAT, I believe. So oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is going to be seriously de- detrimental to them. Um, also, but who cares yeah, about juniors? I'm graduating. I'm leaving high school. I don't care about anybody else. Oh, <laughs> which sounds really bad. I care. But like a I lot know. of my friends are juniors, and they're like so stressed out. And I feel so bad. Um, also, a lot of. Um, a lot of the uh, college tours have been canceled as well, so that that sucks a lot for juniors, and also it kind of sucks because I was hoping to tour my campus before I actually like committed there. You um, didn't tour before. I didn't like I've been to the UT campus before, but I've never actually toured it. Like I've never actually seen the place where I might stay, stuff like that. I've been in like one building for a competition, and that was it. Like oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a so, nice it is a nice campus. I got to tour it, and it's it's really, a massive campus. It is huge, but it's really nice. And yeah. also, I think they have their own zip code too. <laughs> really? That's yeah. fantastic. Because they're so big. Uh, I just like put down and I put down UT as my zip code. Um. <laughs> anyway, but for the time, so also graduations have been canceled as well as other high school and college events. Um, like my cousin is graduating from Baylor this year and her graduation's canceled. There's no, there's no plan to make it up, uh, for our, some yeah, have gone sucks. virtual or yeah, it really does. I feel bad. There's so much to feel bad about. Um, okay. For, 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 for some, uh, high school is online, uh, vir- uh I cannot speak. Graduation <laughs> has become virtual or drive through. Imagine a drive-through like graduation. So, like, can I get some fries with that? <laughs> Just comes up, get your diploma. 
Oh yeah, can I get some fries <laughs> with my diploma? Thanks. <laughs> can I get some fries? How about a milkshake? Um, <laughs> can I get a combo set, please? <laughs> hey, it's it's kind of late. Can I get a, like a date? I need to break my fast. <laughs> well, our, I don't our... mean like a. Oh, oh yeah, not that kind of date. No, I meant like the food date. Well, that'd be kind of nice too, but you know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but like our ours is in the morning, so we're gonna be yeah, that's true. Struggling. Uh, no, okay, so ours is in the morning, and then my cousin Sarah's at the same place that night. Oh, so she's gonna be not. She's not gonna be able to eat until like afterwards. Can I get a can I get a kajur with that? Um, <laughs> can you throw me a kajur this way? <laughs> yeah, honestly, all of us start playing catch with like kajurs. <laughs> We're just throwing them like through the cars. Um, just solidarity. So right yeah, there. ours. Yes, our graduation is a. Um, essentially drive-in movie theater style at the texas motor speedway and all of us are going to be six feet apart and it's going to be so weird i i don't know what's going to happen but you know what i just realized though what? We, do, we don't have or I, we're not going to have a rehearsal graduation rehearsal yeah okay that's so, so it's concerning. gonna go it's gonna be so chaotic <laughs> when we're there just like oh everyone yelling at each other, we're having no idea what to do. So yeah, that's gonna be fun. I, yeah, I appreciate the sentiment, but I do, I don't see how this is uh realistic in any way. Um, anyway, so also with colleges, colleges have canceled their semesters and have moved online as well. Um, and there's talk of starting next year online as well. I know, um, like unfortunately, one of our friends, she's like, her classes for the fall semester have been moved online. Uh, for like next year like I'm, that's awful and like I, I we got an email from UT like yesterday I think and basically they're saying we'll let you know at the end of June if we're gonna have on, all online or we're gonna try to you know keep some in the classroom so that's gonna be fun that's pretty that's pretty nerve-wracking um so yeah uh I wonder how then, like tuition's gonna go if there's still gonna be full price or if there's gonna be some kind of refund yeah, I I would think, like, they would be open to offering more loans or, like, more help because, especially because people are in, like, some tough financial situations. Um, Colleges, also, please help. Please help your students. Please help us. Help us, please. Um, but also, crap, what was I going to say? Um, a lot of colleges have also... Um, not a lot, but some, especially like the University of California, like that whole um, like uh, circuit with like UC Davis, UCLA, UC like Santa Cruz, all of them have gone test optional as well as several other colleges. So basically, because people aren't in reaction to people not being able to take the SAT, like people being super stressed about it, colleges are like, take a break. And I've talked to a lot of juniors about this and like some of them are like really upset about it. Um, why like we works i know i i was pretty shocked too um they're like you know we work so hard to take the test or like to to like study for the test and now we can't like apply those skills but if that i'm just like i don't care man (laughs) honestly if that were me like i would apply to all the places that didn't have like that were test optional (laughs) because yeah now i have more choices to apply yeah and it's also just like the SAT is useless and doesn't determine anything. It just determines how much you studied 
on the SAT. Standardized standardized testing in general is stupid. Yeah. Like, it's... It doesn't have any sort of measure of intelligence whatsoever. So it's a dumb test. I don't know why we still take it. I want to apply my skills on the test. Shut up, man. No one... (laughs) No one says that. If are you sure someone said that to you? Like, I want no, to apply I, my skills. Well, I was, it wasn't like that. It was more like, you know, you take the time and you spend the money to learn, to do something and then you're not able to do it, even if you don't find joy in doing it or like, you know, you still, you know, that you still took time to do it or like you still put an investment in it. So I understand mm. that kind of school of thought. Yeah. Um, but if it was like, I just want to take the SAT because I want to apply my skills, that would be dumb. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, forget the test, man. You're smart. Forget it. But yeah, I do think that, like, juniors should just chill and be like, you know, take this opportunity to just, like, work on other things right now because, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you should be more worried about how you're going to function in college, not how you're going to get into college. Yeah, because I think, oh, I was just saying, like, be focusing on, like, like, maybe your extracurriculars or stuff. But I mm-hmm. guess sports is kind of out of the question, too. But if you're, like, an artist like me, just, like, be doing all the art right now. Because, number one, you're yeah, on exactly. pass-fail. You're on pass-fail and you don't have to take the SAT. So, like, academics, a bye. <laughs> academics don't matter right now. Learn how um, to draw yeah. this perfect circle while you're at it. <laughs> Learn how to draw a perfect circle. Only. That's a skill. Believe it or not. It really is. Um, but I, like, I understand, like, how much confusion and how much frustration this causes, because basically the system that has been in place for years, and everybody knows about the system, that has basically shattered for, you know, this unassuming class of 2021, so that sucks, and I get that, but at the same time, what are you gonna do, right? Yeah, exactly, and also, like, what I said before, how you need to learn how to function when you're in college, i I'm, like, super serious when I say that because that's kind of left on the back burner when it comes to after college. People don't realize, wait, I have to go to college. I have to learn how to function like a regular adult human being. Like So, like, right now people are, are like, oh, I'm so bored. I have nothing to do. Why don't you, like, learn some skills like how to manage your money or how to cook? That's really That's a really important skill. Or how to or how to like you know budget or something like that like these are really important skills that you're going to have to know when you're on your own in college and you're trying to function like a regular adult while you're still in school so I just feel like that's something that like now is definitely the time to take advantage of something like that oh for sure no I completely agree with you like I think like me and my brother have been trying to cook every Friday like we've been doing desserts and stuff um but, like, it's astonishing to me the amount he doesn't know about cooking. Like, he doesn't uh, know what a whisk is. Yeah, he didn't know what a whisk was. And, like, he asks me a lot of questions that I'm like, you know, you would think it's, like, pretty common knowledge, but it's not. Um, like what? And I think that's, sh- I think that's shocking. I can't think of something on the, off the top of my head. But one time he, he asked me to, like, cook eggs for him. You put it on or, the I pan was, and you flip it? Da- done. I think it was more on, on the, the, the... He was trying to make, like, an omelet or something. Oh, okay, like, yeah. That that requires some I skill. I think it was literally, like, he just whisks the egg and puts some spices in and just, like, bam, omelet. <laughs> and maybe cut um, up, like, some zucchini or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> Put some cilantro in there. Cilantro. Cilantro. Okay, there's like a Disney movie, I think, where they like make omelets. Is that Ratatouille? Yes, that's Ratatouille. <laughs> okay. Okay, never mind. That was a cute uh, movie. Oh my gosh, we rewatched we got Disney Plus for like a month and we rewatched like so many movies and that was one of them. Um, Such a cute movie. So that's probably yeah, it was so good. Also, uh, DISD, which is the Dallas ISD, which is the biggest um, independent school district in, uh, sorry. In Texas? That's the biggest, not, I think in like the area, but maybe in Texas as well. Oh, okay. Um, they're looking into reorganizing the classroom into smaller class sizes with desks being like six feet apart and like rotation and stuff like that. Ooh, um, well, can't wait to see how that turns so, out. Yeah, like, it's just, like, it's so confusing. Like, people are really trying to figure it out and trying to make it work, but it's just, like, nothing is really, it just doesn't seem realistic. Like, if they pull it off, I'm going to be <laughs> really impressed. Yeah. But I just don't know. Hopefully, um, well, I mean, I mean, it's nice to see that schools are actually trying to find a resolution besides just being like, oh, everything's going to be online now, so. yeah. But it's like, uh, I think one thing is they're looking at having the younger grades be in class full time and then having, and like through spread out through like all campuses and then having like upper grades kind of be online and then only be in the classroom sometime. I just, also, I just don't think people understand like how, how much online learning hurts like some people. Like it does help a few people, but it's like, I, this is my personal experience like it just I just can't keep up like I just don't care anymore yeah like, I think it's it's honestly the people around me and like the teachers that make me care about the subject and, that's like, true if, if even if I'm in the classroom and like the teacher doesn't make me care I'll still do the work because of the people around me or like I'll still do the work because I I'm in a setting where I have to you know or like I'm in this system where I have to if I'm at home and I don't care about the subject and I the teacher doesn't make me passionate about it or like I'm not surrounded by people who are also doing the same thing as me I just I can't keep up like uh, it just doesn't matter to me anymore oh yeah, so, yeah. I, I totally understand that because I never realized how much I relied on my environment to enhance my learning experience because like when I'm at home like I've mentioned this before. I have I live in a full house. There are so many distractions, so many things going on around me that I can't even focus on what I'm doing. So, but like in a, right. in like a classroom, like yeah, there are people that are be talking or whatever. But it's like that environment where like we're all talking about the subject or whatever. You know, it just makes it just made me care more about learning, like you said. Right. And it's like, you know, the teacher is there to keep you somewhat on track and you have a certain period of time to do something. Whereas at home, you have to create your own sort of like schedule. And that's so hard to keep motivated because, you know, once again, you're not part of a system. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You are in an isolated system. Um, ha, ironic. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then also, yeah, that's. That's all I've got for um, education and, like, higher education and stuff. Um, education. Oh, one, it's important. One last thing is, like, apparently, I don't have this written down, but I just thought of it, and I think it'll be a good point to add, is um, apparently the coronavirus has been affecting children in a different way. Like, the symptoms for children have been 
very strange and apparently like they show up almost like a month later oh my god you know it's been like deadly to children as well so i think that's gonna drastically change the way school is done and like that's gonna prompt schools to make these coronavirus changing changes for next year as well um wow if this isn't if this isn't miraculously gets settled or settles down in the summer then like that's kind of what we're looking at i mean honestly i kind of doubt it but let's just stay positive yeah at the very least, we'll have, like, a system in place. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see. It's fine. It'll be okay, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get started on your segment. Yes, yeah, so for my segment, I decided to focus more on mental health and societal consequences of the coronavirus because, personally, I have seen a lot of um, changes with... My, with my family especially, I like in the beginning it wasn't too bad being in isolation, but uh, over time like I've noticed like our fam- like our familial not relationships beha- uh, behaviors have kind of changed like like some for example, my parents, my parents, uh, one of them is employed, one of them is not. And so the one who is employed, like they have to work more and and like because and like usually like when they're working everyone like all the kids are at school but like now we're all here and now they're kind of just like eh, I have to deal with children now you know it's like kind of like that but um yeah that's why that's why I wanted to look more into like how does how is you know staying home and working and doing all this other stuff is affecting us mentally and so I just wanted to get into that real quick that's really interesting I'm excited to see what you've got. All right. Uh, and also some of this I will be relying on um, just observation as well. Because, like, um, on social media, people who did get coronavirus or people whose, like, family or relatives have been affected by it, they shared their experiences as well. So I'm going to be uh, citing some anecdotes there as well. All right. So um, there's so on this website called kff.org, um, they had a health tracking poll which was conducted March 25th through the 30th, and they found that 7 in 10 Americans, or 72% of the population, said that their lives have been disrupted a lot, or some, by the coronavirus outbreak. And nearly half of the adult population in the U.S., or 45%, reports feeling a decline in their mental health due to stress <laughs> and anxiety over the virus itself. So this kind of feeds into how people are getting really stressed out about the virus, you know, worrying about, like, them getting it or their family getting it, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, you know, a mess for everybody. Um, also, the virus, because it has... Because it... Because of the, uh, the virus, um, companies and countries and states, you know, everybody is kind of taking into consideration um, with the virus... There's been mass unemployment, social distancing, and um, self-quarantine, and isolation, school, university closures, event cancellations, such as concert tours are canceled, the Olympics got postponed um, to the next year, which, yeah, that that is, in itself, is insane, because the Olympics has never been um, canceled. It's never been canceled, but it's been postponed only once before, and that was during World War II. 
for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, I wonder, I wonder in, what is it, like 1944 or something? I don't yeah, know. something like that. I wonder why. I wonder why the Olympics are being canceled. <laughs> why are they canceling the Olympics? I was really looking forward to seeing what's going on. Well, well, buddy, there's a war going on. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, because, I mean, America didn't join until later. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Anyway, um, <laughs> but because of that, because of, you know, all this stuff happening... This is this has led to greater isolation and potential financial distress, um, which the government has kind of helped with a stimulus check of twelve hundred dollars to uh, to kind of help alleviate that. Yeah. So, is the stimulus check like monthly, or is it just like one time? Uh, like it was it like the, is the money that was d- distributed? Is that like they haven't passed anything else to? get people more money or is this going to be like a monthly thing so i received a stimulus check only once so i think it was only a one-time thing and they're slowly trickling through every um i don't know like every branch of financial aid so like social security has not passed their checks yet um because my grandfather he's on social security he hasn't received anything so i think they're like slowly getting to everyone in the country who is who is affected. So I don't know if they're gonna like do anything else to like pass a law for like a permanent stimulus check every month or so, but um I think there's definitely talks about it in in the Senate or the House or something like that. Yeah, because I know a lot of people are like not doing well right now. Yeah. I mean, it would be great if, like, the upper class cared more and, you know, shared their money a little bit. But we'll get into that in just a second. <laughs> um, anyway, so, and so moving on with mental health, um, there's also been poor mental health among frontline workers. So, you know, like the essential workers, they've been working nonstop, overworking, they've been burnt out, and they've also... And like just like everybody else, they have anxiety that they might get the virus, and they're the most vulnerable to it because they're working on the front lines. So like nurses, doctors, right. grocers, delivery drivers, uh, restaurant workers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like everyone, and, and like now, like because they're reopening businesses, this is going to be a bigger issue. I feel so. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And uh, also, and also, epid. And also, this is an interesting thing, epidemics have been shown to induce general stress across the population, duh. And so this has also led to new <laughs> mental health and substance use issues. So now people are starting to turn to stress, quote-unquote, stress relievers to kind of alleviate the stress. So if so you know, might see more, like, um, instances of... To, of tobacco use, of e-cigarette use, vaping, uh, drugs, etc. No, et cetera, et cetera. don't do it because it hurts your lungs and then going back to air pollution, you're at a higher risk for dying. Yes, let's... Don't do it, kid. Let's talk about this point especially because, again, like as if, as if vaping and smoking wasn't bad for you already, 
it's going to be even worse now because of the coronavirus. And now, like, yeah, if now if now people are finally starting to wash their hands because of the virus, now is the time to stop smoking, okay? Come on, people. <laughs> also, it's crazy how... It, Cold turkey. It's also crazy how an epidemic has to force people to wash their hands. Oh, God, people are nasty. I can't believe people haven't been washing their hands. <laughs> you would think they would, but I don't know. I don't know anymore. Anyway, um... I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, like, people just, like, use the restrooms at school, and, like, they just... People use the restroom out. at school? <laughs> I don't know about you, but, like, I, like, <laughs> I, I, like, try not to use the bathroom at school because public bathrooms are I just... I have to, bro. <laughs> like, public bathrooms are just disgusting. My bladder will explode. Like, I used to know it until I got to, like, sophomore year of high school, and then, like, my my bladder just turned into, like, an old lady bladder, and, like, I have to go at lunch. Like, I can't hold it, bro. Oh, I feel bad for you, man. It's so, it's so nasty, though. Like, I understand. I used to, I used to just, like, wait until I got home as well. <laughs> like, Which... I can't do it anymore. I mean, it, it I'm might... too old. <laughs> too old, please. You're not even 18 yet. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I forgot you're older than me. Yes, how you you'll learn what like what's like to be a hag sooner or later. But anyway, <laughs> um, moving on with that. Um, I am I am Yasmin Hag. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> anyway. Wait, do you remember how they misspelled my name on my ID? Oh my god, they they really did you dirty like that. They did me dirty. So my name is Jasmine Hawk, and so it's H-A-Q, but they misspelled it and made it H-A-G. So it's just Yasmin Hag for a while. Wait, what if they did um, it on purpose as, like, a prank or something? That's so rude. They should have done it to my brother, too. They should have done it to him, because um, he's a fun one. <laughs> okay, should we move on? Yeah, 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 anyway. Getting sidetracked. But anyway, um, now kind of going back to what I said in the beginning, um, negative mental health effects due to social iso- social isolation are more rampant among older adults and also households with adolescents, you know, with kids and stuff, as these groups are already at risk for depression. So, isolation, uh, for those of you who don't know what that means, isolation is basically you are on your own, you're separated from society, and that in itself is one of the biggest reasons for the one of the biggest reasons for depression and also one of the biggest side effects of depression so being in so so not being able to see other people because you'll literally get sick that doesn't help with anything so there's that um and um are you saying oh i was just gonna say because loneliness uh was already kind of an issue right in america so, this is just making it worse. Yeah. And I think we're all feeling it, like, how much we miss, or, like, how much we took for granted, like, social interaction with just, like, our friends, or just, like, saying hi. Yeah. Just being less than six feet apart. I miss it. I miss you guys. <laughs> I miss you guys. I miss being in the same room as you and doing this podcast and, like, making weird faces or whatever. Yeah, isn't that so depressing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, let's move on. Isn't that so depressing that we can't even see each other? Anyway. Yeah. Depression. Depression. Fun. Oh yeah, we can try we can try that for the next time. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll see how that goes. It's like it's like your face lags, but your voice is still going, and so it's just like you're you're frozen on the screen <laughs> with like. And then oh, you're just like that's probably great. how it's gonna go. But at least you can see my face still. <laughs> just like yes, let me take a screenshot of that. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this. Okay, so, and then this quote is from Healthline. <clears throat> Mental health issues often coincide with a unique set of challenges that make it difficult for people to access even the most basic necessities, such as food, medication, stable housing, and health care. Um, so, bas- so, like, people with mental health issues, like, not, not, like, depression, but, like, more serious ones, like bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, they, they may not be able to get the help that they need for um basic necessities so combined so continuing with the quote combined all of these factors put people with several mental health illness at a much higher risk for contracting and transmitting the virus and dealing with it so yeah that's an issue that sucks that's an issue that we need to take into account um yeah but yeah enough about mental health because that's sad Let's talk about society and laugh at how dumb people are. So, um, I'm good for that. <laughs> I love laughing at dumb people. It makes myself feel better. But anyway, so uh, according to Politico, this pandemic is deemed worse for society than the events of 9-11 and the 2008 financial crisis combined. Basically, oh, wow. yeah, so basically <laughs> this is the worst disaster in modern American history. But there are some pros Believe it or not, there are some... I like how you capitalize worst. Yes, because I had to really emphasize it. Um, however, there are some pros, some positives to this pandemic. Yes, I said positive. There is more sophisticated what? and flexible use of technology, you know, because we have to take Zoom classes and all the other stuff. There is less polarization... A revived, appreci- a, a revived appreciation for the outdoors. That's kind of depressing, but there's that. Um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and life's other simple pleasures, like taking up a hobby. Again, kind of depressing, but yeah. So, and like a lot of people have been talking about this, you know, with... I, I don't know if like you seen this on social media, but like everyone's playing Animal Crossing and like talking about Tom Nook and turnips. Like, I don't know what's going on with that, but, um... I am too old to know anything about Animal Crossing. <laughs> I really am a hag. <laughs> I mean, I only know about it... It looks fun, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I know about it because my sister plays it. We have a Switch, and she bought the game to play on the Aww. Switch. And she takes up all the time on it, so... I, and, I, like, I made a character, but I don't even play it because she's always playing on it. But, um, like, that, that's, like, one of the things that, like, sh- keeps her sane, so I'm just gonna let her have it. Uh, but, yeah. No, my, yeah, my art squad, like, um, a lot of them play Animal Crossing. I'm like, wow. It looks so cute, though. I feel like you would like it, but one of the things I don't like about it is that it's too similar to real life. Like, you have to, like, p- there's, like, a loan you get in the beginning, and you have to pay it back later, and I'm just like... Oh my god! I don't. No. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with. I already that. have to do that with college. Yeah, I don't want to be reminded of that. Okay, <laughs> me alone. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Hey, you said people need to practice with money, right? So there you go. Just play Animal Crossing. Mm, that is true. Wow, I'm such a hypocrite. Look at me. Anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, 
although the pros to this pandemic are kind of depressing, there's some pros. There you go. Something to keep you optimistic. Um, this, and then this is... Yay. <laughs> and the... This is from this is from the Politico article. Um, they interviewed, I believe, like thirty different experts about about the coronavirus and its effects on society. And one of them I found the most interesting is by this lady named Deborah Tannen. Uh, she said, "This loss of innocence or complacency is a new way of being in the world that we can expect to change our doing in the world." We know that now. We know now that touching things, being with other people, and breathing the air in and in an enclosed space can be risky. How quickly that awareness recedes will be different for different people, but it can never vanish completely for anyone who lived through this year. It could become second nature now to recoil from shaking hands or touching our faces, and we might all find we can't stop washing our hands. So, I think me and Yasmin, like, not on the podcast, but we have talked about this before, how this is kind of, like, a new normal now. How, like, people, how, like, people are now, like, so used to keep like, staying hygienic sounds really weird when I say it out loud, out loud but like people are like trying to keep up with you know washing their hands as much as they can staying like a good distance away from other people etc cetera, etc cetera. and I'm gonna be real honest I'm touching my face right now because <laughs> <laughs> like I said touch your face oh no, no no I was like messing with my hair like when you said like uh, people might recoil from touching their faces. I was like, and I whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay away from me, hand. Stay away. Oh my gosh. No, but yeah. Like, anyway, sorry. But yeah, like this. This might be like a new normal for us, which is kind of scary to think about. But yeah. I don't. I kind of disagree. Where it's like, I think definitely some aspects will change. Like, I don't think people. I think people will definitely be more aware and like people will wash their hands at a normal pace. They won't they won't not be able to stop washing their hands, but they will at least I just, wash their hands. I just can't stop rubbing soap on my hands. And I, and I think <laughs> I can't stop out. I can't stop. Um, uh, but I don't think it's gonna be so dramatic. Like I think people people are more concerned uh, with convenience and human nature is to just do the thing that's the most convenient to you or like you know we all have habits that we can't break and I don't Mm -hmm. think I think even like when we all get back into school and stuff people aren't going to be like um people aren't going to be like stay away from me oh my god um there might be some people (laughs) I think people there might be but I think most people will just fall into that normal routine because you know it's more convenient that way Mm -hmm. and also you know it just you know habit um yeah I also think, like, because, like, also I was reading this one thing, and it was, like, um, like, this, like, you know how, you know, we're, we're realizing now that we're taking a lot of things for granted. I think once we get back into the cycle of, you know, being with people again, it, it might take a while. Mm-hmm. That was a weird, okay, I'm going to re-say that, because that is an <laughs> ugly looking uh, waveform. It might take a while for, you know, stuff to, <laughs> stuff to happen, uh, and, like, things to go back to quote-unquote normal. But, you know, I think once we get into that cycle long enough, we're going to, you know, for to us, it's like, we're not going to be like, oh, I took this t- for granted still. And I'm still going to, like, cherish every moment I have with these people. No, I think uh, things are just going to come go back to their normal, like, fast-paced lifestyle, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, um, just doing things 
and like going back to normal and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my, that's just a theory. A conspiracy. I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> a cor- con- <laughs> coronavirus theory. Why was it so hard to say coronavirus? I was going to say conspiracy theory. A covir. No, I keep trying to make puns, but then I realize I'm like really bad at them. Yeah, we'll just leave that to our friend who does them smoothly. Oh, yeah, the queen of puns. Yes. Uh, anyway. Okay. So, uh, my next, the next point I want to make is humanity at its worst. Because I do believe this virus is bringing out the worst in people. Um, like any disaster would. So, what, so, before I get into what I really want to talk about, like, I do want to say, like, I know not everyone is you know, like this, but back when, back when the virus first was becoming spread out, like, like, in terms of news, you know, how, like, it started in Wuhan and everything, when, when that news first came out, people were like, oh, I'm gonna be racist, oh, now I'm gonna be racist to Asian people for, I don't know where that came from, you know, like, oh, because the virus is in China, I'm gonna be mean to people who were, I'm going to be mean to Asian people who have lived in America their whole life or like people who or like Asian people that have never went to Asia before like it it really boggles my mind how people have go to that conclusion and I'm just like okay well you're dumb anyway and then like when Italy started you know having a lot of cases I found it kind of funny that people just didn't stop eating pasta or didn't didn't stop eating pizza or anything like that. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, I see how it is. But anyway, but now it's, and now it's in America. Have people around the world stopped eating McDonald's? Stopped? Have the people stopped eating burgers? I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't. Maybe they do. I don't know. It just kind of boggles my mind how racism is the answer to solving a virus. Uh, and another thing I wanted to point out is how, and also, like, the thing with the toilet paper, I found kind of bizarre. Because, like, people heard about the coronavirus and how, like, Italy and China went on lockdown. People think, oh no, we're gonna be on lockdown too. Time to buy all the toilet paper. <laughs> like. I feel like toilet paper of all things. It's like, so it's, it's like the most, like. You would never, I, I would never think about toilet paper in an apocalypse scenario. Because one, I, because one, I'm Muslim. We are taught to wash our butts with water and not, you know, with toilet paper. Wait, what? You don't use toilet paper? I mean, oh, oh I, I do, but like, you, you know how like we're taught, you know, to be more clean, to use water to wipe yourself. Don't, but you do it in, like, a combo, right? Yeah, 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 but, like... Why are we talking about... Let's stop talking about butts. <laughs> um, you, know ta- you know what I'm talking about, though? Like, toilet paper isn't the first thing for, I would think of. For, like, Eastern Europe and stuff, like, East Commodes, I think it's, like... Um, I think they know what we're talking about, because, like, bidets and stuff. Yeah. and that, So, like, I feel... But, you know, like, you know, bidets yeah. and all the other stuff. Like, we got that going on, but, like, people are out here buying buying out all the t- toilet paper in Costco because they just I don't know it just how much toilet paper do you rip through like <laughs> that's what I'm wondering people like what's going on yeah but anyway but like in this the sad thing is like in response to that like 
Like I know my family, we now have stockpiled toilet paper as well. We are also guilty. Well, like, well I, think that was, I think it's because like I other people. I think it's because like other people are buying it, so we're like, oh, now it's gonna yeah, run out. I don't know what my parents are doing, but I think they did it because like everybody else was doing it. So it's like we had to get toilet paper somehow because <laughs> it's yeah. Because it's just going to be out of stock then when we need it, so... Yeah, and that kind of goes for, like, other necessities as well. Like, people are, are now, like, kind of selfish with, like, keeping everything to themselves or, like, hoarding everything. Because also, like, masks and gloves are out and hand sanitizer is sold out. And I heard... Yeah. And, like, people are, are, are like, on Five Miles or Cra- Craigslist or whatever... And they're, like, selling a mask for, like, $20. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'd rather just stay You're home and never leave. You're seriously profiting off of that? That's, that's absurd. That's Capitalism. so upsetting. Capitalism, my Oh, dude. my God. And also... That's like, insane. Yeah, and also, like, I've seen, like, stores come out with, like, quirky COVID-19 t-shirts. Buy now. And I'm just like... What the fuck? Yeah, the, the thing I need right now is a t-shirt that says... I stayed six feet apart from other people before it was cool. Like, Also, like, I've heard that food banks are struggling because of everything being out of stock in stores. You know, they can't help other people around them. Because um, people are selfish. And so they're facing shortages as well. So it's like... Well, people are selfish and they like don't... everything. They, they just care about themselves, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, but yeah. Anyway, um, we're not in an apocalypse yet, um, and and uh, God forbid we ever do. So don't worry about toilet paper right now, and focus on just staying six feet apart and wearing your mask. Okay, cool, got that. Anyway, but I do believe humanity is at its worst point when these freaking protests started. Because let me tell you... I'm just, like, shaking my head right now. <laughs> just these protests are literally everything wrong with American society. Okay? Let me just put that out there. Because these protests... You're 100% right. Yeah, because what are protests? They're large gatherings of people. That's already bad. And they're trying to call attention to an important issue. We already know COVID-19 is an important issue, obviously. But what they're protesting about is... Karen wants to go out and get her hair cut or I or like whatever or, or like I want or I, I want to go and eat at a restaurant so I can be served it's just I don't like I'm speechless I just like when I heard about this I just don't, I don't know how to react besides just like shaking my head because it's like you don't understand like well I call these people babies because they don't understand babies. that like you know, just because things aren't convenient to me to you doesn't mean that they don't exist or like they don't happen or something or like uh, that you know it doesn't affect other people, mm-hmm. you know, or that you shouldn't do it. <sighs> but so I I just call these people babies because that's what they are, you know. You know what I call them? Like no, no awareness. You know what I call them what conservatives. Because that's, because that's, I'll, and I'll get to that in just a second. But anyway, um, here, Sumana. I'll get to that in just a second, though. I'll, I'll, I'll prove my point. Anyway, so protesters say these strict new rules are, quote, unnecessarily hurting citizens and a, quote, overreaction. 
and they say the only people that should be quarantined are the truly vulnerable. Now, I understand that, but again, this is a novel virus. We don't know who is actually vulnerable, and we don't know if this affects anybody and everybody. So Yeah, and according to new research, apparently children are highly vulnerable now. Yeah, so... Literally everyone is vulnerable. Yeah, no one is safe. Not even you, Karen. Anyway, um, this, I'm not trying to call out any Karens here. It's just a thing. But, uh... <laughs> I just thought about something funny. Anyway... Besides the protests being like, I want to leave my house, others are about economic consequences, how this can affect the economy, which obviously, yeah, that's a thing. Um, and there's, But also they've gone as far as um, making protests about gun rights and socialism and immigration and the constitution and medical freedom and even abortion. Like during the... Like, like they, like, like, like rallies, for example, have other people bringing other issues to the table. Like, no one asked you to come here and talk about gun rights. We're talking about, like, like Karen's over here, like, I want to get my hair cut, and you're over here saying, I want to use my AK-48 or something like that. Like, where where is the core issue here? Why are we here for this protest? You know? It's like you're... It's... This is... It, like, makes no sense. (laughs) But you know what? But that, you know why I said conservatives, though, right? Kind of like is it because like they're just bringing up conservative, like pro-conservative, pro-Trump issues? Is that why? Also because the protest organizers are most are widely pro-him, conservative, and right-wing. Mm-hmm. Like it's been proven that these organizers are like the, are these organizers are part of all that. Yeah. Which again, it's just like it's not even conservatives. It's just like the select few conservatives that just ruin everything. Yeah, and like, and like personally, I'm just gonna say I don't, I I don't hate, co- like right right wing conservative people. Like I don't hate pe- pe- like those people. I just don't agree with a lot of what they say. What I do really do not do not like are conservatives who are like this, who are ignoring the elephant in the room to bring their own issue and to like talk about their own issue when there is no need to talk about it you know or or like you know being hostile about it i don't know yeah especially being hostile like i understand liberals can be like that i know liberals can be like that too Mm -hmm. yes there there are definitely a lot of liberals who are like very loud and very obnoxious like that yeah but at least they're staying home (laughs) yeah they're doing it from their house yeah. They're putting up signs in front of their houses and going on Twitter and whatever. Yeah. But, uh, also, so yeah. Um, and these protests have been going on in over a dozen states, such as Michigan, Ohio, North Carolina, Minnesota, Utah, Virginia, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Oregon, Maryland, Idaho, Texas, Arizona, Colorado, Mon- Montana, Washington State, New Hampshire, and Pennsylvania. And all of these states are led by both Republican and demographic, demographic, democratic, demographic, demographic, no, no, both Republican (laughs) and Democratic governors. So like, so like I said, like, there is like conservative people who are talking about this, but like Yasmin said, liberals can also be like that too. So we're both, both, both groups are at fault. Everyone's a horrible person in the end. Anyway. So <laughs> we all <suck. laughs> humanity just sucks in general. 
but yeah. yeah. So, but but one of the biggest rallies, or I believe this is the biggest rally, was in April. It was in Olympia, Washington State on April 19th. There was a rally of over 2,500 demonstrators. Oh my god. And they were all talking about, you know, staying indoors, how they don't want to stay indoors, and blah, blah, blah. And it just really blew my mind, because I was just like, really? I'm pretty sure, like, just, like, I'm pretty sure at least, like, 10 people in that crowd had corona or something. Yeah, no, it's just, like, by going out, you're spreading it to your buddies, and then your buddies take it home to their families, and then the families go see other families, like, just, like... Yeah, there's, like, just don't, there's, like, that one case in New York where that lawyer got in, where that lawyer was infected, and he infected his wife, his kids... Uh, his neighbor, and then, then, like, the neighbor's family was also infected, and, like, it was just, like, this huge chain reaction, this huge domino effect. And then the governor right. was like, there's no need to panic. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't worry. I've got it under control. Yeah, like, he's sick, she's sick, they're sick, and there's and he's sick, and she's sick, but there's no need to panic. It's, everything's gonna be fine. I'm just like, bro, do you see us right now? We're looking at you, and we think you're stupid. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's I digress. So, uh, but I do, what I do find funny is that in Colorado there was a counter protest to these anti lockdown protesters, uh, where the uh, led by healthcare workers who just in scrubs blocked traffic at crossroads. Huh. So like, there's like two side. There's like two sides of the same coin are fighting against each other basically. I don't see how this solves anything. I mean, like, fire, fight fire with fire, I guess, is what they're trying to go for, but... Fire! <laughs> just fire! Maybe. Just throw fire at each other! We'll see who burns first. There we go. <laughs> uh, gonna, that, that's, that's it's really a bad. match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was that a pun? Um, yeah, it's gonna be like strike the match, yeah. and then it's like it's, okay. I, I got that. I did one. I, I did one. Do I pass? Yes, you pass. Yes. You get an A. Okay. Thank you. Okay, and then this is the last thing I'm gonna talk about because I just think it's kind of funny. It, so there's a rally outside the state capitol in Austin, Texas. Hey, Austin, uh, and that was yeah. in part fueled by fans of our favorite conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones. Which, for those of you who don't know who that is, he's the one that said, um, Iraq, like, said that Iraq, or Iraq, however you say it, um, made, like, these chemical bombs, and that, these chemical bombs that make, put chemicals in the water that turn frogs gay, or something like that. (laughs) Do you know about that? No, I don't. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just. What is this part of the internet that I? What? I'll, I'll send you the video. But anyway, um, okay. for those of you, who, but like for those of you who know about that video and know about Alex Jones, you know this guy is like, yikes. Um. But anyway, so, <laughs> and he was also he was also there at the rally. He was shaking hands with protesters, probably oh without God. gloves. So, there's that. And amid chance of let us work were calls to fire Fauci, which for those of you who don't know who that is, he's the U.S. infectious disease chief. Wait, I thought it was, I thought it was Fauci. 
Fauci. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. Sorry. Um, There there were calls to fire him, uh, the U.S. infectious disease chief on the White House task force. So we got we got a bunch of fans. Well, we got a bunch of fans of conspiracy theorists who are saying, "Let us work and fire Fauci." Do you see what's wrong with that? (laughs) Do you see what's wrong with that sentence? No, there's so much wrong with that because Fauci is like the dude. He's like my favorite. Why is he your favorite? Because he like actually he like says things that are like the truth and like. He's, like, one person who, like, kind of doesn't kiss up to, to he who should not be named all the time. Oh, nice. And he actually, like, says things that are, like, you know, he's actually, like, taking charge of, like, the situation and actually, like, reporting facts that aren't, like, stupid and stuff like that. Well, we love that. We, yeah. We appreci- he's the cool one. We, we like one, one man. One, one, one man. Uh, person in the White House. Yeah. Also, I don't think Trump can. I mean, he who should not be named can fire him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and if he does somehow, I'm marching up to the White House with a mask and some gloves, <laughs> maybe even a hazmat suit, <laughs> and I am going to talk some business with them. I'll poke because Fauci is awesome. I'll poke the president with a six foot long stick. And just be like <laughs> maybe. <laughs> just be like be like Stop. tap tap hey we need to talk <laughs> he's like what are you no, what are you doing it's just like why are you poking like, me uh, you know one of those pointers like the ones that the teachers use oh the laser the pointer off, like it's no 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 like the fa- <laughs> oh you know the one where it's like a stick with the hand yeah, on yeah, it yeah yeah oh my we god we just get like six foot long those <laughs> and just like and start poking just like just like hey i tap tap i need i tap he who should not be named on the shoulder just like hey we need to talk he's just like he's like why are you poking me what are you doing stop poking me (laughs) i love your voice (laughs) your impressions are so like top notch and then like bernie's over there like My Bernie impression's bad. I'm not going to do that. But anyway. Wait, can you say, like, we need a coronavirus revolution? We, we need to defeat the coronavirus. <laughs> that was so bad. The the 1%. We need, to, we need to take down the 1% because they're not donating their money to help with the coronavirus. <laughs> I said what I said. That's so good. But yeah, anyway. Well, this has been an episode. Yes, this has been quite the episode. Um, we hope that uh, we brought some gig- fun times and giggles to your life um, in the midst of this bleak time. Because one of the best ways... Good giggles. Yes. One of the best ways to cope with a worldwide pandemic is to just laugh. Because that's, the, that's yeah. the only Humor thing you can is- do. Humor is how I cope through many stressful situations. Mm-hmm. Um, release those endorphins. Go play. Uh, what is it? Animal cr- Animal Crossing? Crossing New Horizons. Yes. Animal Crossing. Go play Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm. I swear to God, I'm 17. I'm not an old person. <laughs> I just. I have an old brain. Um, she has the brain of a 71 yeah. year old. I do. Yeah. Flip the 17 to 71. <laughs> I'm no longer the dancing queen. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, so yeah just, just... Anyway, you're saying... 
I was just going to say, just live your life, stay six feet apart, and... Um, Maybe get some oxygen once in a while. Yeah, go outside, take a breath, make sure that your house is not polluted. Yes. <laughs> um, Maybe you can take up a hobby of testing air quality. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Check, like, all the walls for asbestos. <laughs> is that what... Is that how that's done i don't i don't know i'm pretty dumb i don't know anything clean your house do whatever you can yeah yeah all right well make sure to like comment and subscribe yep right yes make sure to like comment and subscribe yep. i swear to god i'm exponentially getting dumber <laughs> um, same. and uh if you have any comments questions or suggestions yes. uh, you can email us at ntlnpodcast at gmail.com yes. or dm us at uh, NTLN underscore podcast. No, no underscore time underscore like like underscore now, now underscore podcast. podcast. Um, on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah, and then our Twitter. Sumama. N- I'm gonna leave that up to you. NTLN, NTLN underscore podcast on Twitter. Yeah, um, and just like check us out. Uh, we plan to release an episode every monthish or so. Hopefully, we can do a little bit more as well. But just doing the research does take time, and mm-hmm. I, I at least I'm kind of a bit busy with uh, editing our other podcasts, and then yep. also I'm starting up a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and finishing up some like AP portfolio stuff. So fun. I've been a bit busy. Fun um, times. Yeah, fun times. But yeah, anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Wash your hands, stay six feet apart, and wear a mask. Yes, ma'am. Have a good day.